Following sightings in Vancouver in early 2007, rumors of a potential police reunion began to swirl. After their performance at the Grammys, the band addressed the media at Whiskey A Go-Go in Los Angeles and announced that they would in fact be reuniting for a world tour in celebration of their 30th anniversary as a band. The tour would kick off in Vancouver on May 27, 2007 and would see the band perform over 150 shows across the globe. At the time, the tour went on to become the third highest grossing tour of all time. It currently sits at number 16. On this episode of The Concert Goers, G takes us on a trip down memory lane to when he saw the police live in Montreal. The Concert Goers, Season 2. This is Episode 12, The Police, The Reunion Tour, with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. Can you believe that this is our last episode of Season 2? How has it been 12 weeks? I don't know. I don't know. It, got, it went by so quickly. I know. And wow, 12 episodes with you. It, flew, it just flew by, which is not what I But expected. you know what? It actually is 24 because I looked at our Spotify wrapped. Uh-huh. <laughs> you produced like a thousand minutes of content or something, which is pretty cool. Look, look, at, look at us. Look at that. Also, shout out to Latvia. Yes, because we, we were really, we were doing really well there for some random like, reason we're like number eight or something but hey listen we'll take it if you are listening to us from latvia well thanks i hope you understand what we're saying do you not have <laughs> concerts there is that what the issue is just don't go listen there are no concerts anywhere so whatever hey listen except the states because it's a free for all this is true this is very yeah. true um so i think we're we're ending the season rather solidly although i should point out that this is like the end of the regular season and then there's like a bonus episode that's coming up next week <laughs> I know I don't want to I don't want to talk about it too too much but it's going to be a really fun one and you'll have to listen to the next episode in order to understand what we're why we're yeah. doing a bonus episode but, but this, also keep listening to this one yes exactly this episode is the one you should be focusing on now and I think we're ending the season rather solidly with the police la police la police yes there you go so yeah sting and company sting and company exactly I I feel like now is a good time because I don't think I've ever publicly said this to Uh-oh. you. I don't like the police. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. But I didn't This is a genuine reaction right now. I know. I know because I didn't want to tell you when you did give me the list of uh concerts that you wanted to talk about. You said the police and I was like, uh, okay, great. I'm just gonna I'm gonna reveal this shocker moment on the episode that i just i don't i don't get it i don't get it that's why the notes are so little for mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm but you know what i'm that's hoping, usually says me bibles i'm hoping <laughs> that you can enlighten me as to what i am missing but okay so wait do, do you like sting no oh so you don't <laughs> it's not because you don't like like ska and reggae music no it's because i just don't like all of it just none of it. What? Why? Um, I don't. I don't know. It just was never. I think part of it is hearing Roxanne eight thousand times, like a minute, uh, especially like when it first came out, and then they just kept playing it and kept playing it, and I really don't like that. And I cannot actually tell you. Like I know all of the songs that are on the set list. I don't like any of them. Like, they're all my bathroom break songs. I would just like to point that out right from the get-go. They're all my bathroom break songs. I don't know what to tell you right now. 
Sorry. One of the greatest like rock bands. Yep. Yeah. Also, I could never get tired of hearing Roxanne. I was actually having this discussion with with someone last night. Um, how like whenever Roxanne comes on, I, I, you you leave it. Oh wow! I would skip it immediately. <laughs> I would skip like every breath you take. Okay. But you know, you're. I'm so shocked right now because I watched the uh, Sting's Candy Center Honors uh, last night. Yes. Honor thing. And um, uh, I don't know what to say. I, you know what, I have, I, I should mention that I have a lot of respect for Sting. Like, I mean, I know, um, you know, like Terry really likes Sting and oftentimes I will go downstairs and he's watching like YouTube videos of Sting talking about really? things and it's fine. And actually just right in front of me here is this giant poster of Sting. <laughs> so, Are you serious? I swear to God. <laughs> okay. And he's, like, he's just, he, oh yeah, he's, he's watching. He is. Every he is. breath you take. Exactly. So. I, I actually, when we moved into this this house, um, this house that we bought in Vancouver or close to Vancouver, is Sting. This poster was already framed, and I didn't really want to put it up. I'll be very honest with you. I just thought, yeah, 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 sure, we'll find a great place for it. But then once we started to get the the music room going, I figured, well, it's the only place it's going to go. I'm not going to put it in the living room, so it's here. And every time we have recorded an episode, this poster has been there. There are multiple Paul McCartney posters, of course. But the reason that I put it up is because it has a Shom, uh logo on it. Shom being the rock radio okay, station. Okay, is it like a, it's a, it's, so it's, it's a, pr- a... It's like a promo uh, from, thing. For like a show or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So probably okay, from, from that him, show. No, 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 no. It's probably from that show, the one that we're going to talk about today. So, is it the police or is it Sting? It's... I don't know because it's just a picture of Sting, but it could okay. be. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not sure, so I don't right. know what the history of that poster is. I have, I'll be very honest, I didn't care, so I didn't really ask about it. Wow, this is gonna be a fun episode, isn't it? Uh, Jess, you know what? You could just sign off, and I'll just talk on my own. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'm just, right. I will, I will let you talk. But I am, I am genuinely curious because I don't know what I missed, and to me, Sting. Um. So Family Guy, I you know, I'm a huge Family Guy mm-hmm. fan, and they do this really funny bit in an episode where they make fun of Sting and say that you actually can't understand anything he sings except for the last three words. And I encourage anybody to, to, to search that on YouTube because it will make you laugh. And if we wouldn't have all kinds of violation rights, I would play the clip right now, but we can't. Um, but yeah, it's it just makes me... It makes me laugh. And when I think of Sting, I also think of that episode where of Friends where Phoebe tries to yes. get Sting tickets. So to me, that's that's all I need. I don't need anything else. Sting's not even on that episode, and that's fine by me. You don't think of like uh, Sting's uh, like tantric sex things? I don't, actually. Oh, but clearly ever. you do. Right. No, I don't. I just <laughs> Well, I do when I see him. No, I don't. You know what? Um, I just... I never... I, I don't know. He he just he always seemed like he was disinterested. And why would I be interested in your music if you're disinterested? And maybe it's just because he's shy or whatever. And I get it. He's like a lyrical and musical genius, and I get it. Hmm. But I but I can't can't do it. Oh, this should be fun. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are still listening. Jess hates the police. Hate is the a, band. Hate is a strong <laughs> word. Dislike strongly dislike. Is strongly dislikes the police, the band, of course. Okay, but so, um, okay, so yeah. walk me through favorite albums, favorite songs. Why are you? Why are you a fan? Okay, so 
here's the thing about me and staying in the police. I don't have any of those favorites. I just I'm a big uh, hits guy. Okay. Um. So um. I don't. You know, like yeah, obviously like Regatta de Blanc and all that shit. But like, I don't necessarily uh, know the albums in their entirety. Even though there's like four, I think I think there's only four albums mm-hmm. for the Police. Um. But I'm more of a a hits guy. I uh. Even for Sting, uh, also that radio station we always mention played a lot of Sting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you hate Sting. It's not. Okay, all right. I'm just trying to hey, get listen, to the, to the I core, like all know? for one, and Sting's on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. The theme from The Three Musketeers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't really have a favorite album. Songs, I mean, yeah, obviously, the songs I love, you know. Uh, Roxanne is one of them. I um it's, I really love It's really what? interesting to act, to hear you say that you love Roxanne because um it's it's sort of been a, a theme on this podcast where especially big big artists that we're talking about we tend to gravitate away from the big hits. I think this may be the first time that you actually admit to liking arguably well, their biggest song. Well yeah, I like it, but I'm a big fan of like um, like I really love King of Pain and okay. um, and and So Lonely, like for example. Mess. I think actually, I think I like Message in a Bottle more than I like Roxanne. Mm. Um, Interesting. But but yeah, for me, like for me, that I I really like uh, Can't Stand Losing You and and. Uh, what so about lonely. if you have to pick between Message in a Bottle and So Lonely? Mm. Come on, Jess. I'm sorry, but you left that door open now. <laughs> It's just hard. Okay. It's hard. Okay, we well, can come back to it. Mm, I might. Oh, shit. I might do so lonely. Okay. It's wild. It's okay. Wild song. Yeah. I understand. But anyways, um, the story of this. This is actually the first time I ever purchased a concert ticket on my own. Wow, that deserves yeah. a, a round of applause from all the people that are here. Um, because I had just started working. Um, and um, and they were coming, and I and I can I, I, loved, just, I like them. Can and... I just cut you off for one second and ask mm-hmm. if if this is when you started working at the grocery store? No, this is when I worked at Guzzo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hated that job. Six I think months. I I think I should offer some context here. When I first met G, we started working at a radio station together, but he was also working at a grocery store and a grocery store that, that was... made really excellent sandwiches. Thank you okay. so much. Okay, all right. Uh, but no, I was working at the movie theater and um, uh, and it was like, I'm going to use my first paycheck to buy this ticket. Do you remember? <laughs> I, went, I went alone. Do you remember how much they were? Yeah, it was like 250 or something. That's expensive. Yeah, for 2007, it was wow. expensive. 250 and um, um, yeah, it was, re- but I had really good seats though. Okay. Where... Like I was uh, like, like 113, like red, like okay. lower. But lower, like on the on the side, so you can see. Yeah, on the you're, side. You're, yeah. you're closer. Yeah, it's fun. It's um, it was actually an interesting thing because I didn't know, obviously, because I, I'm not I'm not a fan. I didn't know much yeah. about it, but I uh, I didn't realize that they had been rehearsing sort of secretly in Vancouver before they ever announced yeah, I didn't know this that world either. this world tour. And there's a radio station out in uh, out here in Vancouver called Rock 101, and it's a legendary radio station. And they sort of broke the news saying that. They had been spotted uh, around town and sort of like the, the band members and also crew and things like that. And then they performed at the Grammys. And after that, they announced that they were going to go on this world tour. Um, and they actually... they Pretty kicked random, it, right? Yeah, they kicked it off in Vancouver. I guess that's where they had been rehearsing, so it made right. sense. 
But I also didn't know that the first show that they did, they performed to 4,000 fans, like wow, like fan club people, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool, uh, considering that, you know, are you ever going to see the police with 4,000 other people? Probably not. Um, yeah. But you wouldn't go. So. I would not. Uh, the funny thing is that uh, Stuart Copeland actually said that he th- he thought that their performance was lame. They don't like each other. I know they don't. Right they just yeah. genuinely have major disdain. I, I this don't was know. a big uh, big money thing, I believe. For sure, it and it, and and I even on stage you could tell that they hated each other. But see, I have I have an issue. I take issue with that because, mm-hmm. like, I get it. But you you just told the story of you know, buying this concert ticket with money that you earned working at Guzzo. Thank you. You know, it's just, no, but I mean, it, the, the thing is, it's a di- it's disrespectful to your fans who are spending that kind of money yeah. to just put aside your your bickering and just just play. People want to see you it's not, it's not necessarily that, like some people probably wouldn't notice, but you can see uh, when they're on stage that there's just no connection. Like they're playing the songs. Right. They're jamming out a bit, but like they won't look at one another, you know. And like uh, Sting will like uh, change some lyrics sometimes to like uh, that, and that other... really annoyed the crap out of <laughs> Stuart. Copeland. Yeah, he would he would change like a certain lyric to Stuart Copeland or to, to Andy, and just you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, did you do you remember an opening band? Yeah, Fiction Plane. I was okay. super obsessed with them. Really, which is led by uh, by son. Sting's son. Yeah, they kind of have the same voice, which is very weird. Um, um, and is, uh, is, is that and still a band a, that exists now? I th- I actually I think I, I looked them up re- like recently. I think they're still recording. I mean, obviously not famous or anything, but but they're famous. They well, open for the police. It's pretty cool. They're also famous because they're, you know, Sting yeah. Sun. Yeah, okay. Sting Sun. You know, <laughs> but um, but uh, I I really loved uh, their first two two albums that they had put out. I I don't know anything else besides that. Uh, but I was very excited. I was like, oh, it was this cool band, and like they just it was just like a weird mix of like rock alternative funk uh even you know it was just it was a good band uh they were a good band did you know that uh on other legs of the tour the fratellis opened for them and maroon five random maroon five very very random i love the fratellis i've never seen them i think you did i saw them yeah i saw them in scotland yeah Yeah. oh look at that and uh that's a really that's that's a show for another day another day but they're really fun to see live yeah. Um, sure. So did you, so you heard, did you hear about the tour and then buy your tickets right away? Or did you just like, were you lucky enough to score a pair or score a ticket? Uh, I don't think it was how it is now, you know, where everyone finds out that, that obviously, you know, the band is coming, but the, 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 the resources to buy tickets. Did you have to buy them on the phone? Uh, I think I went in person. Okay. Yeah. You remember I think I those per- days? Yeah. Honestly, there used to be, um, uh, a Hudson Hudson Bay store here in the East End that used to have a, a, a whatever a, a Bell Center. Yeah, office. it was it was like GEG, eh? I think it was. Yeah, before. Gillette Entertainment yeah. Group. Yeah, before it was Avenco, and uh, they used to have a, an office there, like a like a like a what what do you call it? Like how, a register. How random though. Yeah, I know, and it was it was like uh, they had shows, they sold shows for like the Bell Center, uh, uh, like the casino. But like, but it was every like other it venue. was like a kiosk in the store. A kiosk. That's what I was the word I was thinking. Of. Yeah, it was a kiosk in on the second floor in the store, and people back then, before like the internet was the big thing where you could buy tickets online, is that they would go line up there, 
instead of going downtown, you go there. That is that is honestly the most random thing. I'm being educated all kinds. I did not know that that yeah. was a thing. Yeah, I have so many memories of going there on like Saturday mornings. That's when tickets went on sale. Like I remember my dad taking me there uh, one time to like buy Elton John tickets, for example. Uh, but I think I did the same thing for the police. I went on my own and um, and, and I bought one ticket because that's yeah. I known I didn't really know anyone that wanted to come with me and and uh, and that's it. So we did that. It went in person. I'm surprised that so. your dad didn't want to go with you. Is your dad not a fan? I don't think he knows enough okay. about them. Yeah. And maybe I just didn't ask, but, <laughs> but no, <laughs> but I, I don't think he knows enough about them to go okay. to one. It, it was way past his, his era. Of right. Music. But your dad is a, is a big music fan. So it's, yeah, he is. Yeah. But he would probably came just to come, but he right. But it wasn't like, I, I don't want to go. He doesn't want to go, you know, but he does not dislike them like you do. I think we've established that no one dislikes them like I do, which is unfortunate. <laughs> and it doesn't mean, I'd like to reiterate, that it doesn't mean that I don't respect the music that they have put <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, I keep going back to this. It's I'm freaking just out. That, it's just that it's <laughs> not my thing. Like, I just I can't. I cannot do it. I, I just, I absolutely can't. I, uh, we were going through some boxes, and there's a picture mm-hmm. of Terry with Stuart Copeland. And... Mm-hmm. There's a whole story behind that, and I haven't really asked about it. I'll be honest. <laughs> like it's it's cool. It's like a picture of great. Yeah, but I'm just like, yeah, that's really cool. And it's actually still in a box, and it like want to put it out. It it likely should go up on the wall here somewhere, and it, probably. it probably will at some point. It's just yeah. not on my list of priorities right for this moment. All right, well, in case you're just tuning in, oh. Jess does not like the police, the band. Uh, <laughs> yes okay anyways okay so now take me through the set list because the set list even for someone who's not a fan if i had been dragged to this show or you had said to me we're going to see the police i would have understood the significance of going to see them and when i mm-hmm. look at this set or the set list rather it's a pretty it's a pretty epic set list because it's you yeah. know chock-a-block it's, one, full after, of it's, hits. One, it's yeah. a hit after hit yeah 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 it's pretty great i mean the show starts off a message in a bottle now, if you want to know how what it was like to experience that, there's a uh, um, live in Buenos Aires, right? Concert like the concert DVD, video right? Yeah. On, yeah, on DVD, but it, now it's on YouTube. Just see how they start the show, like, and then like the opening like notes of "Message in a Bottle" come on, everyone loses their mind. What's the What's the configuration of the stage? It's uh, it was like an open concept, but they had like uh, the backdrop was like some looked like futuristic stuff so like very uh, much that yeah but but it was an open stage like it was a pretty large stage and i don't think there was any screens honestly hmm. but um but yeah but from where i was i was i had a great view okay. so uh but yeah so a message in a bottle uh going right into synchronicity 2 uh which is fantastic uh and uh yeah i mean it's a good set list. I don't want to mention all the songs like <laughs> Walking on the Moon follows that. Like uh, then they do com- some sort of like like medley uh, with the voices do in they, my head. And... Do they showcase different like does Sting get his moment and then Stuart Copeland gets his moment? And then like, how, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, there's there's um, there's there was like some jamming, but not, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they didn't want <laughs> the three of them to get their own. You know, 
I, spotlight moment. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't it. remember it's... there being a drum solo. For so example. who's so who's this the standout? Sting obviously is the standout. Well, Sting is the front man, but he's yeah. the front man. But then again, like they kind of stand uh, Sting, Andy, and Stewart in the back. Like so, it's not really Sting's not at the forefront, but he is the lead singer and you know the face of the Police. You know, what right? I mean? And he comes on with on with his like Fender bass and like his you know wife beater shirt. It's very, that's also a, a thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, that tight black pants. You yeah, know, that's yeah. that contributes to me not not wanting this. <laughs> um, other standouts include like uh, "Don't Stand So Close to Me," of course, "Driven to Tears," which is really their anthem for each other. "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Yeah, they played it pretty early <laughs> on too. You know? um, "Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic" is also one of my favorites. Love it. I think. I think that if I'm going to pick a song that I don't mind, it's probably that, that one. Okay. okay? I, I, fe- I feel bad. I feel bad that I, I'm, I'm really shitting on the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, they do some other like deeper cuts there and uh, uh, like wrapped around your finger. And uh, yeah, Can't Stand Losing You kind of is like almost at the end of the set with Roxanne ending the first um, set. So okay. Roxanne, and then and then the there's two encores, um, King of Pain, which I said I loved, So Lonely, and Every Breath You Take, which is you know whatever, like I'll listen to it, but I saw my that thing. that song used to play on the radio station that we used to talk about all the time, or yeah. we've talked about many yeah. times. That song used to play all the time. Yeah, at least four times a day. At least it was a heavy rotation song, and I don't I don't understand. Well, people people played it at their weddings, and of course, Which is ever so since weird. I know because it's a song about stalking, but it's one of these things that people just sort of latched onto, and because it played so often, and I guess people interpreted it as sweet, as romantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's watching. Mm-hmm. Not so much, yeah. though. Not no, not, not, not so really the, the thing. What were the standout songs for you? Sorry, and then the second encore, they come out to next to you, which is. Uh, uh, earlier one of their songs and it's, it's more fast-paced than right just to end the show uh standout moments uh for me message in a bottle was killer the way they just came on okay um but i also um um <clears throat> excuse me uh can't stand losing you is so great what's so, so great good. about it just sting's vocal range and like just sting for me gets sounds better with age okay um and there's only a few artists that I think that that are like that, but his voice gets better, I find. Um, like for example, I don't, I remember on like Walking on the Moon, um, he does this like <laughs> long, he pulls this long note for like over 30 seconds or something. And like I'm just like, whoa, like what's going on here? What's entering my brain? You know? Hmm. But um, but uh it was a good show. It's it was a nonstop two hours. The only thing. thing is, it's not a very long show. Like when I look at it, it was what no. 19 songs, I think. That's not that's not very long. Does some of the jamming fill like that's why yeah, it made, that's it was, why it turns into it was, two hours, yeah. That's how it turns out to be two hours. And most of their songs are not long either. No. Like uh, so they're between let's say two and a half minutes to That's four. why they were so radio friendly. Because yeah, they're not so. long. I yeah. I understand that. And ma- you know, maybe that's it. Maybe it's because I heard them just too much. It's okay, Jess. We get it. What was um, the what was the vibe of the people sitting next to you? Like, it was it? Yeah, it, it was a lot of men. Uh, like, really? Yeah, because I guess you know that era. It, it was a lot of those like eighties. Um, yeah. 
you know, dads, I guess you could say. I don't remember there being many women, honestly. That's that's rather shocking. I know next to me was like two men with the with their t-shirts from like the, the first 80s tour. shows. Okay. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's interesting but, because uh, I've never I, there's I used to work with a, a guy who the police were his favorite band. And did you ever tell him you didn't like them? I did not. I did not have the heart I, to tell him. I hope you're listening. I hope you're not. But he that was his favorite. That was his favorite band. And I don't think in, in the history of any, I've never heard anybody else say that to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't think, I, I never heard that either. Oh, that's my favorite band. I, I, I don't know. I just, I really like their music and I, I love the vibe. I love that they sound different. Mm-hmm. They don't like, they're, 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 they're their own sound. You, as soon as something comes on, you're like, oh, it's the police. That's true. You know what? Yeah, that's fair. You have to give them credit that um, they are sort of their unique genre, which is, yeah. it's cool. Which it's, they they blend rock and roll with ska and like reggae and like, it's just, you know, that's that's what they do. And they're all multi-instrumentalists and all are interested in different cultures and backgrounds and sounds. So like, that's what they brought to to the police. And then that's when Sting went solo. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to explore more of those cultures and things. That's why he went solo. And then if you listen to some of Sting's uh, earlier uh, solo work, like it's, it, you know, Sting reminds me of like Paul Simon. Right. Because they're both so into culture and being different that every one of their songs doesn't sound the same, but mm-hmm. you recognize the voice. Right. Like, oh, it's Sting. Oh, it's Paul Simon. You know, and actually, I think Sting and Paul Simon toured together. Now that I think they did, that's right. Yeah, you're right about that. Oh, I didn't even like. I wasn't thinking of that. I was just. I always think of both of them together. I'm like, ah, like they're kind of similar. You know, not songwriting. They both write different lyrics, Mm -hmm. but but musically, they're kind of the the, like similar. Right. With with, you know what they use as instruments or what they want to bring. You didn't. You didn't see them together on that Mm -hmm. tour, right? No, no, I, I've seen Paul Simon, but I have okay. not seen, uh, I didn't see both of them. I think I probably, I, I didn't, obviously, but I th- that would have been something that I probably would have gone to see. Paul Simon I and like, Sting? Yeah, I like, I really like Paul Simon, but yeah. I probably didn't go because of Sting. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what it does for me. I, I, I like the, I, you know, whenever I play it, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I often forget about them. And then when I play them, I go into like a Do you like reach a for, hole. do you reach for an album in particular when you listen to them? No, they had released that during this time. They had released um, just an album called The Police, right. which was a double disc uh, hits and B-sides thing. So that's what I would listen to. That's that's the first Police album I bought. Okay. Uh, but I always knew their songs previously, but I never bought their music, you know. But then just something happened and I was like, oh, well, I'm interested in them. I, I liked Sting. And so, yeah. They've had a... They toured Montreal quite a bit, and they had that very yeah. They're really big here. Yeah, that famous Those show Sting, at the Spectrum. Sting yeah, thing. yeah. Which is which is very it's it's interesting. It's such a part of uh, especially in Montreal. It's one of those bands we've we mentioned on the one of our last episodes uh, of Krista Berg. Like those are artists that have come back to Montreal and really, um, really have quite they've, the following. Yeah, and they've engaged with the culture of the city. Exactly, which is you which know? is pretty cool. So y- y- listen. I think, I think it's really cool. I'm just, it's just not, it's not my thing as we've established. Um, I, I won't d- take you. I do have to ask you to pick a bathroom break song. I know it's full of hits, but you need to pick one. All right. 
Um, <clears throat> I'll do. Um, I'll do. Truth hits everybody. Okay. Why? Yeah, just whatever. I skip that one usually. <laughs> okay. I skip that one usually because I can't do every breath you take because then I might miss the second encore. What's the t- What's the time between? The encore wasn't that long. No, it wasn't that long. Okay. Yeah, they're old. Well, they weren't old then. But. Not really. No. I mean, yeah, I'll do. I'll do. Truth is everybody. Okay, because this show was what, like, almost fifteen years ago now. Thanks for that. No, but it's it's crazy when you think it's about crazy, it. Yeah. Well, you know, time really it really does go quickly. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. I I don't know. Would you? In a fantasy world, they would tour again. They will never yeah, tour. They will never tour again. But you would go. I'd go. I'd go. And I also, I would like to see Sting solo. And I, I really regret the time that he came here and he played Metropolis, which is recent. Right. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I really regret not going to that show because that, that's super cool, like to see him in a, in a venue like that. And I know I always mention Metropolis or MTELUS all the time because it's one of my favorite venues. Yeah, it's 4,000 4, or not 4,000. No, it's it's like 2,000. Like sorry. Two. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like standing room. Yeah. yeah, it's historic and it's. Standing room, balcony, bars, you know, like. Like a real, like uh, a club show, like an actual club show, which is very yeah. cool. I would like to see him. And I know that when he uh, performs solo, he does police stuff. So like, I'm not worried about, you know, whatever. Right. I won't, I'll miss out on something, but, uh, but I would like, I would definitely go see Sting for sure. And yeah, in a fantasy world, I would go see, go see the police. Do you, would you like to see him tour with someone? In particular, not like not in Paul Simon because we've already established that. No, but. I think he I think he toured also with Peter Gabriel, but I might be wrong. <laughs> okay, but now I, I, now something is ringing a bell, and I don't know. I also yeah, I, I also seem to have that that kind of recollection, or maybe okay, we yeah. Can, I'm gonna look it up can now. Can you because, please look that up? Yeah, because I yeah. I'm I'm sort of I'm really curious now, if. I think they did. I don't really the, know who I'd want. The to styles, the yes. styles are very similar. Yes. Very, very yes. cool. Sting and Peter Gabriel in 2016, huh. and um, and Sting and Paul Simon. That was earlier. 2015, yeah. so a year. Huh. Uh, a year. I wonder. I wonder who broached those conversations first. Like, I wonder if it's Peter Gabriel who wanted. I think to Peter Gabriel. Sting? I think Sting had worked with Peter. I think they're actually maybe like studios, like. Sisters, you know what I mean? Like yeah. their studios are one next to one another in in, in London. Uh, and Paul Paul Simon, um, that's like Paul Simon's. A, I have no idea. New York and like England. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about yeah. Paul Simon as a as a human. All I know is that you know, maybe he writes good music. He does. Yeah. He does. Huh. But yeah, I don't know who I want to see him with. I'm, I I want to see him alone. Okay. Solo. Okay, so let's yeah. let's let's hope that that's something that comes to uh, to life for you next year. And for you as well. No, I will okay. not. I will not be going. He could okay. he could knock on my front door, and I would be like, "Thank you so much for dropping by, Sting. Thank you." Come see the uh, the poster in my uh, in my music room. Would you like to see this picture of Terry and Stuart Copeland? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, okay. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So listen, I I did not mean to, uh, to anger anybody by saying I didn't like the police. It's a personal opinion. It's just not no my, one's my pissed thing. off. Jess. Well, no hey, listen. You know what? You never know. People are quite. We, this might make a good poll. Honestly, who hmm. likes the police? I'm listen. I hope yeah. 
I hope that loads of people, clearly loads of people love the police. Mm-hmm. But I wonder I wonder now if people just prefer Sting solo because... Could be. I don't know. Did you... Uh, Could speak, be. My last thought about uh, Sting is, have you watched Only Murders in This Building? No, I have not. I, okay. I watched episode one so and Sting... I would like to... <laughs> Sting is on yeah. that. And, uh, if oh, you... amazing. I, I'm going to do that soon because I really wanted to uh, to watch that. If you have not watched uh, Only Murders in This Building, it's a show on Disney Plus with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. And you forgot about Selena Gomez. Yeah, I was about to say Selena Gomez. And then also Sting uh, makes this pretty long cameo appearance, which is which is pretty is pretty fun. It's a fun show to watch. It's about a podcast, but you should listen to our podcast before you watch a show about a podcast. Just saying. Um, G, thank you yes, for sharing these, for for trying to enlighten me <laughs> as to why. Hey, I'm the glad I'm here. Honestly, I'm I'm sorry we had to end on this note. I mean, I don't think we're ending you know. on any particular note. Okay, but, as long as you know people just continue tuning in. But it's you know. it's it's fun. This is part of the fun of this podcast is to disagree on some of the the artists that we see. That's fair. I think this is probably the first time we've disagreed on. I think so because I think you, so. you know. Yeah, and now that I look back, you were pretty quiet when I mentioned. Uh, yeah, I was not. I was, I was just kind of like, yeah, all right. Well, here we go. It's it's your show. You yeah. get to decide what you, what we want to what you want to talk yeah. about, and that's where yeah. we're at. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I think it's a good point now to mention or mention again that we do have an extra episode coming out next week, and it's a special Lucky. bonus episode. And it. Should we reveal what what the topic is, or should we let it go? Look, look, let's do this. All right. Okay. It'll it'll be something we've never done before. No. Um. It'll be exciting. Okay. It'll be exciting. Spoiler alert: um, and Sting is not on the podcast. Sting isn't on the podcast, unfortunately. Neither was Paul McCartney. No. Um. The, they were both unavailable. They were. So. Um. It involves live music. It does involve live music. That's a that's a great a great tease considering that our entire podcast is about live music. Okay, it's about so, it's about it's about live shows we have not been. To. Exactly. There you go. So that is our next episode, and then that will be it. We're going to take a Christmas break, um, and be back in the new year. But make sure to stay tuned because next week there is going to be this very special bonus episode of the concert goers. G, any final parting words? I love all our, all our listeners. And, so do uh, I. And thanks for uh, for for the Spotify Wrapped uh, mm-hmm. love that we got, which was really fun. We got tagged in a couple of of uh, people's uh, Spotify Wrapped, so that's very very cool. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Okay. Jess, it's been a pleasure as it's usual. It's been a pleasure. See you uh, next week for bonus episode thirteen. All right. Can't wait. All right. The Concert Goers Podcast is written and produced by Jessica Dion with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. Follow us on social media at The Concert Goers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The Concert Goers is produced in association with Snob Media.